0: Hey, Degenerates, a special upload of Hold the Line today. Our own Knox was featured in the Bank the Bet podcast by winnersandwiners.com. We're going to go ahead and put the uh, link and information in our episode description, uh, but we're also going to go ahead and post it here so you can listen right here on Hold the Line, and uh, hopefully we'll have a great weekend. Edition coming up for you later today. But without further ado, this is the Bank the Bet podcast for Friday's MLB full board featuring our own Knox.
1: Welcome, sports bettors, to Bank the Bet, brought to you by winnersandwiners.com. Here he is to run down the board for today's games, your host, Scott Steen. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bank the Bet. As always, I am your host, Scott Steen, with dot WinnersandWiners.com, your one-stop shop for all things sports. Every game, every day, if you can bet on it in America, we are writing about it. And we've got some great content up there right now. We've not only got Major League Baseball, every game is broken down, but we've also got our World Cup stuff. It's really heating up here as we get to, down to our final eight and also MMA we've got a brand new MMA guy I know there's a big fight coming up check out uh check out Pig Lord's content that's a it's a name I will never forget Pig Lord is our new MMA writer so check his stuff out as well i am joined today on the podcast for a full slate of MLB games A gentleman uh, uh shares my heart here kind of in the uh, kind of in the in the middle of america in the midwest he uh, he's part of a, a Fantastic podcast that uh, I listen to. These guys make me laugh. It's called hold the line. His name is Knox, all the way from Columbus, Ohio. Knox, how are you today? Good to have you on the show, man.
0: Good brother. Thanks for having me. First time, long time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are, uh, we're going to run through all 15 here. We're going to try to do it rapid fire style. So let's, uh, let's kick it off. And, uh, hey, the one thing I might have wanted to tell you about, we do it in chronological order. So, uh, we maybe have some, uh, May have some paper shuffling there. Please excuse that. If that happens, that's my fault. Um, I didn't give them the heads up, so we're doing it in chronological order. And with that being said, let's get rolling today. Our first game up in the Windy City, the Cincinnati Reds at plus 140. Take on the Chicago Cubs at minus 165. And I'm stalling just a minute here because as of right now, I still don't have a total. They haven't. Ah, there we go. Wind must be blowing in. The wind must be blowing in because the total is seven and a half on that one. You got Molly going for the Reds against ex-Royal farmhand Mike Montgomery of the Chicago Cubbies. Uh, Cincinnati scored 40 runs in their last five innings, in their last five innings, in their last five games with the wind blowing in. Does that continue today, Knox, or do the Cubbies uh, keep doing their thing?
0: Yeah, so... um I Actually, I like the Cubs in this one to start off with. Uh I know the Reds swept the Cubs uh, a couple of weeks ago at Great American Ballpark. Uh The Reds have been a little streaky lately. Uh, they started off the year as probably one of the worst teams in the league. Um, that being said, 19 of their last 27 have come at home. Uh, they are beginning a nine-game road trip here uh, heading into the all-star break. Uh, I like the Cubs in this one. I do think it's a low-scoring match. Uh, but at the end of the day, I do like the Cubs here in this.
1: I don't I uh, I don't hate your pick there at all. The uh, the Cubs have been on fire, man. They've scored uh they've scored fifty-six in their last six games. Of course the uh the winds was was blowing out for all but the last two of those. Uh and they have won six straight. Montgomery's been very good in his last seven starts with the two dot four three ERA. Molly has also been good in his last six. He's got a two point one eight. Something has to give today. I think the uh I think the wind coming in off the lake keeps that score down just like you said um you lean you lean on the cubs i'm gonna lean uh i'm gonna have to actually take a full play on the under there i think the uh i think the under with the wind uh comes in for the th- for the third straight day so um all right there we go moving on uh heading to the uh heading to the east coast our nation's capital uh the miami uh the <laughs> <laughs> I always want to call them the fish, man. <laughs> the stupid fish. Yeah, the, uh, are the fish. Right. The Miami Marlins, a plus 175, invade the Washington Nationals. The Nationals came back from a 9-0 deficit last night. Um, they are minus 210 today with a total of nine. Straley gets the call for Miami against Gio Gonzalez of the Nats. Um, is this a, is this a one-time aberration, Knox, or have the, uh, have the Nationals turned it around here?
0: Yeah. So Scott, I mean, I know, uh, you probably saw the the Nationals had a players only meeting a couple days ago. Uh, you know, they get down early yesterday, nine nothing. You know, you're like, eh, things are not looking real sharp for this team. They may want to have another meeting. Uh, they do an unthinkable, you know, they come back from nine runs, tremendous game yesterday. Do I think they've turned the corner? No, I, I don't think that at all. I think they need to get to the all-star break. That being said, they are still playing the Marlins here. Uh, what a nine, a nine run win a nine-run comeback can do is absolutely demoralizing for the Marlins. Not to mention you have, you know, Gio Gonzalez on the mound. Some people are saying, you know, there's something wrong with Gio, but people forget that, you know, he's only had eight runs of support in his last four starts combined. That's never going to be good for business. I do think Washington wins this one. Have they turned the corner? No, but I I like the Nationals here on the run line, uh, getting some better odds here. Uh I believe minus 110 for that, so... Right. A little is, sexier play.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a. It's, it's hard. It's hard to lay. It's hard to lay the wood at, at minus two ten with a team that's been as cold as Washington. I. Uh, I completely agree with that. I'm thinking that. Uh, I'm thinking Miami turns it around. And I don't. I, is it, this was a. This was a tough one for me. Um, Straley's given up. Uh, he's very consistent. He's given up three or four runs in six of his last seven. Um, Gonzalez has just been dreadful man he's uh he's lost four straight I know he hasn't got a lot of support but over his last five starts 9.31 ERA I just can't get past that I just I I I think that I think there is something wrong with him and uh I, I think they're going to have to eventually probably put him on the DL to figure out what it is I'm going to take the bargain here I'm going to take Miami at the 175 and see if they can uh Bounce back from last night and you said last night and I, I couldn't help but laugh because you, you, you talking about what a great game last night was. I thought it was a terrible game because I had the under. So it was over for me by the second inning. <laughs> so I, I, I could, I could, I could not care less about how that game ended <laughs> up. Um, I was already beat. So yeah, I heard, I heard good things about it though. Uh, so stayed in the national league, uh, the battle of Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvania, best description I ever heard. Pittsburgh on one side Philadelphia on the other side Alabama in the middle and it's uh, very accurate that's very uh, I like I like all parts that's of Pennsylvania. very accurate right yeah you' you butt up against uh, Pennsylvania there you know that you know what's up um, Philadelphia minus 115, Pittsburgh minus 105 total is eight and a half goes I uh, got Pavetta going for the Phils against Williams for Pittsburgh. Philadelphia's won six of seven. Pittsburgh's lost four of five. Do those trends continue, or does something get turned around here?
0: Yeah. So I actually lived in Philly for the last three years. Recently moved back to Ohio, um, so I, I know that area, unfortunately, all too well. Uh, this is a tale of two teams moving in opposite directions, just like you said. Uh, I like Philly in this one. I think at you know one fifteen, they're actually a pretty good bargain. Um, they're not the strongest road team, but the Pirates aren't exactly the strongest home team either. Uh, Philadelphia 12 and five over their last 17. Pittsburgh is four and 10, uh, over their last 14. They are 11 and a half games back in the central. And I think this is a team that's doing some serious soul searching right now as far as what they want to do with the trade line com- trade deadline coming up here. So I like Philly in this one. I actually think that's a pretty good bargain for a hot team.
1: You know, that's the, uh, that's the worst he, te- that's the worst thing a team can be is on the fence right now. It happened with the Royals last year where we were all set to trade all of our guys off and uh, at the trade deadline and reload. And they did the worst thing they could possibly do is they made a little run. They, uh, they kitted themselves into thinking they were relevant. They held on to everybody. And then, uh, the season went south and we got, we got nada. So I absolutely agree with you about Pittsburgh having to make a decision. Um, I went, uh, kind of, I went a kind of a different way here. I looked at, uh, four straight overs on Philadelphia's part. And I know Williams has not been good. He's got 6.28 ERA, his last eight. I made a small lean on this one. I could, I couldn't decide the battle of the Keystone State. So I punted and I took, uh, I took a small lean on the over eight and a half. I know that's, uh, that's kind of a tough total in the National League park. And that's why it's, uh, just a, uh, just a small lean for me. So now we're, uh, heading north of the border. For a 7:07 start, and you know, I finally looked that up because that was troubling me. Knox, do you know why the games start in Canada at 7:07 instead of 7:05 or 7:10? Uh, yeah, so
0: I actually I, I I heard your show the other day, and I was actually kind of wondering this myself. Uh, you know, something about uh, you know it was on the fourth of July. Why would they have a 7:07 right. you know first pitch? I, I I don't know. What do you got for dude? Me? It's
1: the national anthem because they have to play two national anthems it starts at 707 all the time it's something i just noticed but they leave in extra time so they can play the canadian and the american national anthem
0: so they're 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 only saving a few minutes for oh canada i mean you know what if he really holds that note right. i mean that could right you, you may want to leave more than 2 minutes
1: that's it's uh, it can, those are two anthems that can drag out man i've i've heard some definite yeah. renditions you could run into 712 713 um and you know what everybody else canada if it starts a couple minutes late, we don't care. Canadians, man, they got. I guess it's got to be on time. It's uh, okay. All right, so uh, I'm back now. All right, so you got the Yankees at Blue Jays. Uh, the Yanks uh, playing good ball, uh, not quite playing Red Sox ball, but they're playing pretty well. They're minus one forty five up there in Toronto. Toronto is plus one twenty five. Nine and a half is the total. Sunny gray, sunny gray. Ah, oh, what a trade that was. Sonny Gray goes for the Yankees against Gavilio for Toronto. Uh, Sonny Gray has been bad, but lately he's been worse. Uh, 8.42 ERA, his last four. uh, Knox, what are you thinking there? Somebody's got to win that game.
0: Uh, Somebody does have to win that game. Uh, Fortunately for me, I won't be picking who will be. Uh, I'm going a different direction in this one. You kind of actually teed this one up for me. Sonny Gray is not just bad. He is getting lit up. Uh, he's given up 16 earned runs in his last 19. Uh, the Yankees' bats have come alive. You're right, they're not playing exactly Red Sox ball here. But uh, I actually like the over in this one at 9.5. Uh, I think the Blue Jays have somebody they can hit, and I, I trust the Yankees' bats probably more than any other bats in the country right now. Uh, they've scored over 6, and I believe uh, 5 of their last 6 or 7. So um, I'm going to go with the over at 9.5.
1: Uh, absolutely on board with you. Yankees, uh, it, the, that is some bangers. That they have got some serious bangers up there. Uh, Gavilio has not been great. Hasn't been Sonny Gray bad, but he's, uh, his ERA last four is 6.15. And, uh, yeah, Sonny Gray's just getting lit up. So, you know, that means it means it'll probably be a three to one game and, uh, you and I will look like, uh, we have no idea what we're talking about. But yes, both of us agree. All the peripherals, all the data seems to be there. Take the over nine and a half with confidence um oakland heading to uh heading to your neck of the woods there brother visiting the cleveland indians um who are uh still lamenting the fact they can't play the royals every game uh oakland plus 170 cleveland minus 209 is your total there blackburn gets the call for the a's against carrasco for the indians uh give me some ohio perspective there my man
0: Alright, so I am going to lean uh, a little bit on Cleveland here. Yes, that is a hometown, a, a bit of a homer pick. You can call it what you want to call it. Uh, that being said, Blackburn, uh, has an ERA of 7.2 on the road. Uh, they are headed heat, uh, headed east for a nice little road trip here. Um, they played the last five games at home. I, I know Oakland's a hot team right now. I understand that. I- I've heard it. They're 14 and three. The real kicker though in that stat is it- it's a bit, it's a bit misleading, right? Uh only two of those wins have come with the team over 500. The kicker in that is both those wins were against the Indians. So, uh you can call this uh, a bit of homerism, but I am going to go with Cleveland in this one. I am going to lay the money um and I'm going to give give my boys the support they need here. Uh great home team, uh Cleveland is, but I'm going with them.
1: So you're going to uh, you're going to lay that wood there, huh? You're going to you, uh, the 2 to 1. You ain't scared.
0: I'm going to eat it. I am.
1: All right. I, I like it. That's our, that's our motto on the show, by the way. Never skeered. Uh, don't be afraid of those numbers. Numbers are just numbers. If you got to play, make the play. Um, I don't hate that there. I would, uh, and I, and I'm with you. I, I looked at that and I thought, you know, because my first thought when I see that is, well, oh, let's go run line. And I don't think either one of these teams are really, uh, I think it's going to be close. I do. Uh, I kind of went a little different direction. I like the, uh, I like the under there. Blackburn hasn't been great except, last time he pitched Cleveland, zero earned. Um, he's done, he's done well. Um, Carrasco, uh, before he got hit on the, uh, hit on the arm, his last start, he had struck out 21 in his previous two starts. One of that's the probably the number one thing I look for with a pitcher when trying to make a, make a play. What kind of swing and miss are they getting? Carrasco's doing well. Um, he's off the 10, he's off the 10 day DL. I think Carrasco picks up right where he left off. I like the under in a, uh, in a in a real uh, in a real dogfight there. So I go I go under 9 while uh while Knox takes the hometown boys there and lays the full wood on the Cleveland Indians at minus 200. All right, and now uh heading back to the heading to the uh the Big Apple, Tampa Bay and their uh and their experiment that seems to be working pretty well so far. They're plus 150. Going up against the Mets at minus 180. Got a uh, 7 is your total Stanick gets the call for at least an inning and a third um, for Tampa Bay, while DeGrom, pretty much the opposite side of the coin, uh, gets the call for the Mets. Uh, who are you feeling on this one, my man? Uh,
0: so, Scott, this is a game that I, I kind of went back and forth on here. Uh, it's so hard to ignore, you know, DeGrom and how spectacular he's been this year. Uh, you know, his ERA is, you know, sub two, which is, you know, Cy Young territory, in my opinion. If he wasn't on such a bad team, more people would be talking about him. The fact that the Mets are actually minus, what was it, 180, I believe? Somewhere right, in that right, range. The fact that the, yeah, the fact that that team is minus 180 is just mind-boggling to me. Uh, this is not a good baseball team at all. Um, DeGrom, despite the sub two ERA, uh, has no run support. The Mets are two and eight in his last 10 starts. Uh, he's only, they, they've only put up 10 runs and his combined the last five starts. Degrom has gone from, you know, five and oh two, five and four, just like that. Um, record is one and four in his last five starts as well. I, I like the dogs here. I really do. I, I can't believe that Tampa is actually, uh, underdogs in this one. Degrom's a great pitcher, but he's not getting what he needs. It kind of reminds me of a, um, of a Kershaw situation last year. You know, it just felt like he had great ERAs, and he could only get you know one or two runs of support every single game. So uh, I like the I like the dogs here, Tampa.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good play. And I was I always wonder about when you have like the serious ace on the mound, if the guys, if they if they back off just a little bit, if they if they relax just a little bit, they go, well, Kershaw's on the mound tonight, so we really don't have to sweat it. You know, it, that doesn't seem likely. That doesn't seem, but yet for some reason, a lot of times. These real killer pitchers don't get a lot of great run support, and uh, Degrom is absolutely in that boat. Like I said, he's gotten uh, ten runs his last ten starts. Is uh, what stood out to me is last seven. He's uh, he's uh, got an ERA of two point two zero, and he is one in six. Um, I'm with you. I think we got a. Uh, I think anytime you get getting three to two, you got to take a serious look at it. Tampa Bay, that experiment is working so far. Um, I like it. I like it. I don't think uh, I don't think they win fifty percent of the time. But I think they win more than two out of five. So, other, so I think that's an overlay. And I think Tampa Bay at plus 150 is the play to make there. Absolutely. All right, man. So we're both going with
0: sneaky dogs there. Sneaky dogs. Couple of Sne- sneaky dogs. That's,
1: that's a great name for a band, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the <laughs> sneaky dogs. Um, heading back to the central, uh, Detroit hosts the Texas Rangers, uh, Texas minus 105. Detroit minus 115 uh, nine and a half is the total on that one you got the uh, the ageless weightless wonder of uh, Bartolo Colon against Jordan Zimmerman for Detroit um, man it's uh that's 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 one of the reasons I have the MLB packages it's, it's fantastic matchups like that my friend uh, who do you like here
0: yeah, this is, uh, this should be at least an interesting game to watch.
1: Nonetheless, uh, you know,
0: Jordan Zimmerman, he's pitched well for Detroit. Um, uh, you know, only three and 0 uh, hasn't had a whole lot of decisions. You've got big, sexy lining up across from him tonight, uh, taking the mound for the Rangers. I actually like the Rangers in this one. It's, it's pretty much a coin flip. Um, uh, Detroit is, you know, not, not playing very well at the moment, uh, they are two and fourteen, I believe, uh, over their last sixteen. Uh, only scored four runs in their last four games. It's just not a good offensive team. Um, I like the Rangers in this one. Both teams are not fun to watch, but I think this is actually an exciting game tonight.
1: All right, well, good. And that's a uh, yeah, like you said, it's it's just about an even, it's just about an evenly matched game. Uh, it started off at, at uh, one ten aside, and it's a little bit of money's come in on 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 the Tigers this morning to drop that down to one fifteen. So. Uh, whenever there's a, whenever there's a close game like that, I'm going to, I'm going to punt and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go with the under, um, Detroit's, uh, they've, they're, they're not playing well. Like you said, they, they have lost uh, 12 of 14. They've lost four straight. Um, but Zimmerman has actually been pitching pretty well. He's given up one or less in four of his last five starts. Uh, the under has cashed in Detroit in eight of Detroit's last 10. I think the under nine and a half, I like the hook there. Anytime you see those odd numbers, I like the hook. We've talked about that a little bit on the show. And that way, if it's a 4-4 tie, it doesn't push us. Um, I like the under. Take that 9.5, grab your hook, and go cash that ticket. Uh, Heading back to the National League, the Brew Crew um, hosts the still surprising and still leading the East Atlanta Braves. Atlanta on the road is an underdog, getting plus 120. Milwaukee's minus 140. The total on that is eight. Fultodevich goes up against peralta for milwaukee all right so who do you who do you like in that one nox is uh milwaukee you've got the wrong team favorite there it seems a it seems like a that's a steep price to pay at minus 140 is there an, is there a shot there or you like something else
0: no i i actually agree with you on this one as well um uh, i'd like atlanta today as dogs uh milwaukee's been playing very well uh, atlanta has i believe lost uh three straight uh milwaukee's one four in a row so Typically, I like to lean with teams that are hot, but I, I don't see that one going this way at all. Um, Atlanta has been a very sneaky dog team, if you will. Uh, 32 and 17 as a dog this year. Milwaukee has been 22 and 25 as a favorite. And once, uh, one stat that I did was able to find today, a nice little nugget is, uh, uh, Freeman. Uh, I believe he's, I mean, he's batting extremely well this year, but 153 over the last two, three weeks here, uh, as the team goes, he goes, so to speak. So uh, he's uh, definitely in a slump right now. Uh, I'm still staying with him, though. Uh, I like Atlanta, um, but I think it's a close one.
1: I like how you gave us, a, like you gave us the head fake there. You trotted out the uh, anti Freddie Freeman stat, and then you went psych. But I'm still going to take him. Um, yeah, that's a. I anytime you can get have the the first place team and get a price on them, I I think that's a, a pick that definitely deserves a look. I like the Braves there. Um, they haven't been playing the greatest baseball. They have lost three straight. Um, Milwaukee's on a little bit of a run. They've won four straight, but both pitchers have been pitching pretty well. Uh, Fulton is, uh, 1.55 ERA over his last nine and Peralta has given up seven earned or excuse me, zero earned in three of his last five starts. So I'm going to go the under here. I'm, man, this is an under day for me. I just, you know, I just kind of looked at my, my card here. Started off with a couple of overs, but I am uh, we're it's getting under tastic. So uh, I like the under eight. Uh, Knox digs Atlanta. I think those are both good plays. I think you have a couple opportunities to uh, make a little scratch on that game. Uh righty. Taking the uh, boy, there's a there's another battle there there that the people are talking about. Uh the Baltimore Orioles, the only team worse than the Royals, and that is hard to believe, um, invade the Twin Cities. Baltimore's plus 105. The Twins minus 125. Nine is your total. Dylan Bundy. I'm sure he'll be good someday. Um, up against Lance Lynn. I'm sure he was good at one point. Um, Baltimore is one and 10 over their last 11. Minnesota is two and 10 over their last 12. Uh, could we just go right to the fireworks or are they going to have to play this game?
0: Uh, I'm glad you said that because I'm going to be real brief with this one. Anytime you get a, a Baltimore team that's playing on the road, uh, under minus 150, you, you just jump all over this. Minnesota, I'm going to take this one. Uh, this Baltimore team stinks.
1: Yeah. They're, uh, and that's, that's, I, I totally agree. We're, I, we're probably going to have a real quick capsule when we get to the Royals too. Um, you got the, uh, you, you, you got, Minnesota, a short price on a minus 125. I know Lynn hasn't been great. He's given up 11 earned in his last two. He's lost four of his five last five. And I think if Dylan Bundy has five of six quality starts, I just like you threw all that right out the window. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to lean with Minnesota just cause those two teams are so bad and they're so unpredictable. I couldn't, I couldn't full heart wholeheartedly full throat endorse it, but I do like Minnesota in a, uh, in a small lean there. So uh, we agree on that one as well. And now we're going down to Texas, but we're staying inside. So that'll be pleasant because uh, summer in Texas is no time to be at a ba- at a baseball stadium. Uh, White Sox uh, head to Houston. White Sox are plus 240. The Astros are minus 130. The total on that one is eight. Lopez goes for the White Sox against Lance McCullers for the Houston Astros um man that's a that's a that's a lot of wood to lay there my brother who do you what do you think in there can you find us some value in that in that game
0: yeah so there is some value to be had here uh I'm going to go with the run line I like the strows in this one uh for those of you that sometimes hesitate to maybe give up the one and a half uh a little peace of mind for you uh Lance McCallers is uh eight of his last nine Houston has covered the run line so Rest easy. This uh, Chicago team, again, I don't think is very good. They're even worse on the road uh, at 14 and 30. You have one of the most dyna- uh, dynamic pitchers, I think, in the league right now. Uh, rest easy. Uh, you can get some decent value at one and a half. Um, take the run line. I'm taking the Stros.
1: All right. and I like it. Yeah, the run line on that knocks it down to uh, minus 150, basically getting it half price. Like my mom said, that's a bargain. You got to lock that up. Um, Houston. Uh I've got a little bit of a different play here. Houston under has uh has hit in six straight. Uh Lopez has been acceptable. His last six, three point four six ERA. Uh in his last six McCullers have been two eight four. Um I just it was just a little little too much wood for me. I'm gonna play the under. Uh and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the uh even money proposition there. I'm gonna take uh the under at minus one ten. Uh righty. Now the uh uh, it's the game I want to avoid every time I go through my list. Uh, Boston heads to Kansas City. Chris Sale. Oh my God, this shouldn't even be fair. Chris Sale goes up against Jason Hamill. Uh, the Red Sox are only minus 330 while the Royals are plus 265. Um, yeah, I don't even know that I need to read stats. Boston's 8-2 and two in their last 10. Kansas City's lost 113 in a row. No, they've lost... a They've lost six straight. They're, they're beyond dreadful, uh, as if they needed more trouble. Uh, Chris Sale's given up two or less in five straight games. Um, Knox, tell me why you're taking the run line here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, amazing your prediction on this one. I am going to take the run line. Uh, I know you're still laying. You're paying a price for the run line today. Uh, I actually think this could be the biggest mismatch of the entire year. Not to knock on your boys any more than what they need to be, but.
1: Oh, they're awful. Uh, yeah. That's...
0: It's, it's not good. My advice to you guys out there, don't get cute with this one, right? Uh, the over under, I mean, you could argue it, uh, that's the sexy number, but at the end of the day, Boston's going to absolutely cream this Royal squad tonight. Uh, you have one of the best pitchers against, again, no offense, uh, probably one of the worst I've seen this year. Right. So take Boston, the run line. Uh, it's some wood. It's a chunk. But take a bite out of it because at the end of the day, it's going to pay.
1: Yeah, that's one of that's one of the highest priced run lines I've I've ever seen, and I and I still think it's a bargain. Um, even though the uh, and it was a great example was on your Houston game, the one before, minus three hundred run lines one fifty, it's half price. Boston minus three thirty run line minus two hundred. So yeah, apparently the Royals sucking is not a secret. Um, we were trying to keep it to ourselves here in KC, but apparently word has gotten out. Um, I'm, I'm taking it as well, man. How can you? I know they, they screwed me the other night. I took them on the run line and they managed to keep it within one, but I think that's an aberration. Uh, it is a huge mismatch. And I, I frankly, I'm surprised the price isn't higher. We had that minus 400 game in Houston, uh, last week. I'm surprised that's not up in that territory as well. Sale against Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. Minus 200 lay the wood, take the run line and uh because, yeah, I'm with you, I thought about the under as well, but you know Hamill could give up eight runs by himself in the first two innings, and then uh yeah, you know,
0: and that was my that was what scared me as well as you know as good as this Boston team is they they could put up some huge numbers tonight, so.
1: yeah if you wanted to if you if you wanted to get cute if you wanted to play some derivatives on that, if you could find it uh if you if your site uh, or your guy offers you a uh an option of the Royals under, I think that's a good play, it's probably somewhere around three. Uh that may not be a bad play as well if you if you if you got that option if you if or if you're in Vegas, something like that. So all right, moving on quickly. Uh heading now to the uh to the desert. San Diego Padres make a short little trip over there to Phoenix and uh visit the D Backs, San Diego plus one twenty. Arizona minus one hundred forty, Lucese goes for San Diego against Zach Godley for the uh for the Diamondbacks. Is this gonna be a uh, is this gonna be a devilish game for Godley or is uh is he gonna have divine intervention? That's my last pun. Of, I should have given a pun alert, by the way. That's like my last pun of the day. Uh, yeah, hit it. Yeah. So this
0: this this is going to be uh, angelic, I guess, for the over. Oh, nice. uh, I think this number of, this number of eight is way too low for me. Um, Godly. Uh, the Padres is not exactly an offensive juggernaut, but uh, they're going to have somebody they can finally hit off of. Uh, Arizona is finally healthy. They've got their big four back. Uh, it's a hot summer night. I think the ball's going to be popping. The over has actually hit in seven of the last eight for the Padres as well. Uh, to me, this seems like a no-brainer. I would expect this number to usually come in at nine, nine and a half. Um I think this is a freebie. This is probably my biggest lock of the night is the over uh over eight.
1: It's it's the no- it's the Knox locks. Uh there you go. It
0: is the Knox locks. That
1: is the uh, his his five star shoe-in lock of the day. Uh I like it. I like it very much. I also uh I've got a small lean on this one, taking a little value with the Padres. Uh, Arizona's lost six to seven. Uh, Lucasie is giving up zero earned in his last two starts. There's a little bit of hope there. Uh, Godley, on the other hand, nine earned in his last two. Uh, I like the over. I also like a, uh, a little bit of a lean there, getting the value at plus 120 on the pods. All right, man. Hidden in the, uh, the, uh, the battle of, uh, the battle of Los Angeles, man. Uh, the Dodgers head to, uh, head to Orange County down there in Anaheim. Uh, Dodgers minus 130, and the Angels are plus 110. Uh, Medea for the Dodgers goes up against Pena for the Angels. Um, any reason to, for anybody outside of Los Angeles to care about this one?
0: Uh, well, I believe this is the first time uh, Otani and uh, uh, Maeda will be meeting. So I guess if you're you know Japanese, that's a, an important footnote. Um, anybody outside of that? No, uh, I don't think so. Anybody east of California, probably not so much. This is probably the one game I hate the most on the docket. I don't like it at all. It's 50-50. Um, for me, this is just a dice roll. Uh, Dodgers have been hot. Um, Angels, not so much. Angels are 3-9 and nine in their last 12. Dodgers, finally, finally starting to show some life here recently. Uh, they are 9-4 and four over their last 13. Um, I'm going to roll with a hot team. I think it's a decent enough value, uh, the 120s. I'm going to go with Dodgers. All
1: right, I'm with you. I've got uh... – my um, Ed has been pitching well. He's got a, a two point oh seven ERA his last seven. Uh, Pena, not bad. Two five one his last three. But the Dodgers have been on fire with their offense. Man, they've scored thirty seven runs in their last four games. I am uh, I'm going with our guest today, and I also am uh, am going to play the Dodgers. Um, okay, so we go into Seattle, Colorado. Rockies against the Seattle Mariners. Colorado plus 115, Seattle minus 135, 8.5 is your total there. Marquez goes for the Rocks against uh, Hernandez for Seattle. Um, what are you thinking there, my man?
0: Uh, again, this was a game that I kind of uh, was a little bit torn on. Uh, Seattle, one of the best home records in the league at 30 and 15. Uh, Hernandez has not really been a, a King, so to speak, uh, lately, uh, over five ERA against Marquez, who has also an ERA in the fives. Um, I'll be real honest. I, I jumped back and forth as far as which team I wanted on this one. Uh, the one sneaky, sneaky stat that I found here a little bit was, uh, the Rockies are 27 and 14 as dogs, Seattle 17 and 26 as favorites. I think the Rockies are right where they want to be. Uh, I think they're a team that just kind of plays better under the radar uh, not to mention, I believe Colorado pitchers typically pitch a little bit better uh, away from Coors field um, i 'm going to go with the Rockies in this one take a little value uh, and i 'm going to lean on them slightly
1: all right um i don 't hate that that's uh, they are they are a good road team again they 're just they 're just happy to be away from that uh, ridiculous parker that they play in and uh you yeah, know it 's not their fault it 's you know five thousand feet in the air but yeah I, I like it they Colorado is a good road team, and they 're hot they won uh, Six of their last seven. Um, Seattle's won, uh, nine of their last 10, but in those, uh, in those 10 games, they've only scored 43 runs. Uh, the Seattle under is 10 and three in their last 13. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna make another underplay here, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I, I see, I like that hook again, uh, the eight and a half. I'm gonna take the, uh, I'm gonna take the under. I think, I think, uh, I think the king does just enough. I think Marquez probably prevails, but I'm seeing, uh, uh, four to three, five to two, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, probably for the rocks. All right, man, our last game, the city by the bay. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, the, uh, the good team in Missouri right now, uh, head up against the uh, San Francisco Giants. St. Louis, uh, minus 105, San Francisco minus 115. Just about an even matchup. Eight is your total. Grant goes for St. Louis against Rodriguez for the Giants uh bring us home strong Knox.
0: Yeah, so uh unfortunately, I think you're starting to rub off me a little bit here. Uh, you've got two pitchers uh with Gant and Rodriguez that both have eras uh, in the threes. I-, I happen to like the under in this one uh you kind of you kind of been rubbing taking that uh, taking that road all day long. I'm gonna ride the under in this one as well. Uh, over under is set at eight. Uh, like I said, you have two young pitchers that I think have actually come in and performed fairly well for their teams. Both teams, again, not exactly offensive juggernauts. Uh, the game is going to be a uh, first uh, First pitch is supposed to be 61 degrees in Cali, so no worry about the Texas heat in this one. Take the under, uh, and let's cash some checks.
1: Excellent. Uh, yeah, San Francisco is a uh, – they're not playing well. They've lost four – straight. but in those four games, they've just scored five runs. Um, Gant has uh, lost four or five. Rodriguez i've uh, been pitching pretty well his last five 2.16 era um i'm gonna play the over here no i'm kidding i'm i'm also going under man <laughs> I, i'm i'm starting I'm, I'm bringing it home just the way i started that and i tell you what that is absolutely the most unders i've ever taken in my life so uh uh i'm gonna how many do i i'm just, just out of curiosity. one two three four my god really five under six under okay i'm I got seven unders today. I got seven unders and two totals and two overs. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just, and I just, I play the board. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't make preconceived preconceptions or anything like that. So there you go, man. Uh, you brought in some great picks in case, in case my, uh, in case my listeners don't like playing the under, uh, you actually brought some sides to the, uh, to the table as well. And I appreciate that. It was a good day to have you on, um, for a full slate and giving some people some options, man. So, uh, Any any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, No,
0: man. I I uh, appreciate you having us on again. uh, You know, we're with uh, Hold the Line Podcast. Uh, Feel free to check us out. You guys can download us on iTunes. Uh, We do shows typically about you know two to three times a week. Uh, We try to keep it fresh and entertaining. We're certainly not the most statistical gurus ever, but uh, we try to provide good content for you guys. uh, You know, for all you working guys out there.
1: I would agree. Um, Yeah, and if I, I if I didn't plug you up front, I apologize. I was uh. I was too busy screwing up my intro four different times. Uh, but yeah, Hold the Line podcast. Very, very funny. You're what do you got? You got three guys there you do it with? How many? It's, it's It was hard to tell.
0: Uh sometimes uh yeah, it's usually three. Uh sometimes, you know, it's just me and Frank, but uh typically three guys.
1: Very funny. Um make they make good picks, they have relevant sports context, but uh they also give you a chuckle. Definitely check out Hold the Line podcast. Knox, we're gonna have to do this again, man. I like to have you on. And uh, you definitely had some good insights. So we will uh, do this again as we will do the podcast again tomorrow. Every day, we're here for you. We got every major league pick. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's check it out. Make sure you check out winnersandwiners.com, Check out all the great content, all of the information about all of the sporting events. If you can bet on it, we're writing about it seven days a week, 365 days a year. I am Scott Steen. He has been Knox. We have been Bank the Bet. Until next time. Thanks for joining us, and go ahead and get some money tonight. Folks, take care. Bye-bye.